0: Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Drilli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Hard right, everyone, welcome back to the show, and today I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite trilogies of all time. That's right, Rush Hour. Ugh, excuse me. Um, wow. Don't even remember when I watched these movies for the first time, but I know that I love them immediately. Chris Tucker is not a guy who I've seen a ton of his movies, but uh, I definitely like him in these Jackie Chan, on the other hand, what, dude, get out of here, what a guy, what a career, like, what an inspiring person, seriously, genuinely, I'm not just saying that, like, honestly, Jackie Chan is one of the most inspiring people to me, he is, he he definitely was a bigger presence in my life when I was younger, like, I, you know, I took Kung Flu, Kung Flu, <laughs> Uh, no, I took kung fu for a while when I was younger, and I was really interested in martial arts and people like Bruce Lee and stuff. And that's largely because of my dad, he definitely was interested in the same things when he was, when he was, uh, when he was younger. So I know that he wanted to pass that on to me, and it was something that was pretty present for me for a lot of my life when I was younger in terms of, the sport that I did and, and um, the movies that I watched and, and the stuff that I enjoyed. So. Jackie Chan was definitely kind of inextricably tied to a lot of those experiences and so I learned a lot about him when I was really young and I thought that he was the coolest guy on the planet like he was uh you know he was just such a an interesting person to read up about like from his story and how he got his start and everything and the insane amount of training that he went through just to to get all the gymnastic skills that he has now and the fighting skills that he has now it's insane to, to think about all that like holding handstands for hours what how I don't even understand how you could possibly do that but you know obviously there's a lot more but that was just one that really stuck with me and then seeing like compilations of his stunts on YouTube knowing that he's broken almost every bone in his body that he has this reputation for doing incredibly death-defying stunts and always doing them for real—the building slide, falling off the clock, uh, jumping through the mall, and sliding down that chandelier and everything, breaking his—I think he, his, I think it was his neck when he did that, that jump onto the tree. Like, oh my God, it's insane to think about the the umbrella thing on the double-decker bus, the roller skates. Um, it's just insane. I the guy is really next level uh type of actor, you really don't see people like this today and I think that he was so cool for that. So if you told me that he was in an action movie and, you know, it was kind of gonna be a little funny, I was like, you know what? I'm in. I don't even care. Whoever this took this this uh you know, this Tucker guy is, I don't even care. Jackie Chan movie, I'm I'm ready to watch it. And I you know, I went into it and I immediately fell in love with both of them. queer Tucker is a really entertaining presence in all these movies. And I immediately fell in love with the whole series by extension. These movies are freaking awesome. There's a lot of things that are outdated about them. Uh, I don't want to dwell on it too long. Listen, I'll just get it out of the way real quick. Three is easily the worst. It is. Uh, it has a look to it that just looks super polished, super weird, and like it just doesn't look like the other, the other ones. And I don't really love it. The guy who directed it is a piece of shit. Brett Ratner, Ratner is a really creepy guy who is a really not so great past and I don't endorse the things that he's done in his professional career or the things he's done like in his personal life. He has made a lot of movies that I think are pretty pretty bad and this is one of the ones that I think is probably better and even that just means it's subpar but as a person I really don't like him and the movie that he made I don't think is very good and there are a lot of moments in it that are pretty uh, pretty uncomfortable now. Uh, it's kind of funny that I was watching these on TV, which is what made me want to talk about them again. Uh, I was up on a, a trip, a, like a little family vacation, and there was no Netflix or anything, so we could only watch cable and i uh, was you know i was watching these and i was like man i need to talk about these on the podcast but it was really weird that since i was watching them on tv you know they flashed up the messages like this has been moderate modified from its original version blah 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 and one of the ones they flashed up for three was um it said some of the moments and and scenes in this are outdated and reflect a different time or whatever don't don't stand by the the same viewpoints now and stuff i was like what I mean, A, obviously, and B, it's stupid that they have to do that because people should understand that not everything stays the same forever. Like, things have to evolve. That's why things are different now than they were then. Like, whatever. It, you know, this is not it, to get political or to, to voice my opinion. It's not really the forum, but... And then, you know, the third thing I thought was like, oh, right, because it's a Brett Ratner movie. And not only is it a Brett Ratner movie, there are a lot of moments that are a little bit racially insensitive um, and uniquely uniquely weird ways um yeah very very strange that whole scene in the dojo thing but yeah i think three is definitely the weakest and i don't think that the action is really that great or i don't know it's it's pretty much just okay and i think the other two are where the series really shines in the actor in, in the action in the building of the relationship between carter and uh and lee in the in the first movie in particular the way that they uh the way that they they grow as friends, and they really, like, learn each other as people, and they kind of share different different aspects of both of their backgrounds. Uh, I really like this. There are a lot of buddy Cop movies where it's, like, the mismatched partners, and this is probably one of my favorite ones just because of the actors who portray them. They do a really good job of filling out their roles, and the action is really good, especially as they learn to work together through the second one. There's a lot of moments where they're, like, working off each other and, like, genuinely fighting with each other where i think it's really cool and it's good to see them evolve uh, you know they really develop character through action which is something that i think is often neglected in a lot of in a lot of lesser movies so not only is it funny but it also has great characters who can be funny and do really great action and work well together within that action which i think is a really awesome set of ingredients that makes uh a really tasty stew <laughs> uh, if you will but the whole thing the, the first two especially and and to some degree the third one as well you know like it's not a hundred percent awful uh they they just work so well together they have a dynamic that is uh it's not replicable and it is it's like uniquely them and it's just so fun to watch they're they're funny there's a lot of laugh out loud moments there's really great action and it can be funny and action-packed at the same time which is something that i really love about it and um i also just love the feeling there it has a strong feel through a lot of this like the locations really stand out in the grimy alleys and the construction sites and the you know like the chinatown and, and some of the places the seedy bars and and back rooms that the villains hang out in and the um the giant mansion that the chinese delegate guy hangs out at and everything like there it's all really really fun stuff and, and it, it all has uh you know it's really colorful it all really pops it it's just a very very visually satisfying movie. There are a lot of really cool locations and it works well with uh with the action. you can really shake it up and get different types of action in in different places it's really really cool it's a really fun movie in particular the first one and I think a lot of that extends to the second one as well. And they, they all do a, a pretty good job of using their settings i would say a little bit less so the third one The stand out would probably be the um the eiffel tower action scenes but even that it just looks kind of fake and it, i don't know there's parts of it that just don't really work a- anymore and i really think that the weird taxi driver guy is just too far in a lot of that just i don't know it's just weird and and the look of it is something i really can't get past the first two are a little lower budget you can really tell that they have like a more grainy quality to them and then uh the third one it kind of comes in it's much more polished it looks like every other movie coming out and it just kind of loses some of the character which is something that i lament the fact that they decided to do give it a more stock look in the third one it's kind of like the difference between Indiana Jones 1, 2, and 3, and then Indiana Jones 4. Like, it just looks cheaper, cheaper weirdly, and, and kind of digital, because you lose that tactile feel to it. So, yeah, but I I could go on forever, just, tell you know, jokes that I think are funny, moments that I think are really cool. But, I mean, I think I said what I needed to. The action is fun, the characters are are really... Good together. The the actors who fill out the performances are really great. Um, that guy who plays Carmen Falcone is in the first one. Um, yeah, the, the Carmen Falcone is the mob boss in Batman Begins. By the way, in case you were wondering. Uh, anyway, yeah, everybody everybody does a really great job. The Action is great. the The comedic moments work really well. They're they're usually they're shot very well. They have a good strong sense of place, and I just really love these movies. A lot of times, not even explainable because they're not particularly great like they're not doing anything super special or off the beaten path but something about how they all came together something i really enjoy and love to revisit every now and again when i don't have anything else to watch i'm just looking for something fun i'll throw these on they're they're really great movies i will always be rushing to the rush hour Bow bow oh man why don't they hire me to market movies i'll always be batting to the batman but what? <laughs> oh man. All right. Before I get out of here, I want to really quickly say that I am grateful for blankets. It's weird. It's a weird one, but I like blankets, man. I love snuggling up, especially this time of year. One of my favorite things is just like curling up under a blanket with like uh, hot cocoa or coffee or something like that. And just like, chilling and it's really great it feels good same thing with a with a hoodie on i love it i love being like kind of bundled up and when it's a little bit nippier outside it's a little colder i like it even more because you can you have more of the kind of bundle up like the the cuddling up kind of kind of feeling it's it's a good feeling it really means that we're deeply in this time of year and this is a time of year that i love so much and i've gushed over before on this show it's really really awesome So, yeah, I am grateful for blankets because they're soft and they're cool. And I'm grateful that I have the luxury of having them. And it's a great time of year for them. All right. If you like this episode and you want to show it some love, please consider rating and reviewing the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can do that. uh, Write an app. Five stars would be super helpful. While you're there, please consider subscribing so you never miss an episode. If you know somebody in your life who you think might like the show, please send them my way. I'd love to have them. And if you want to find links to every possible place that you can listen to this podcast, uh, links to the most recent episode, Amazon affiliate links, and um, uh, links to contact me and where to follow me on Instagram and stuff, you can find that all at moviesandmorepod.com. Yeah, great landing page for everything I do here. So thank you in advance if you've done all that, and thank you if you already have. Uh, but as always thank you for listening that's most important and um and yeah i will uh i'll catch you in the next one but until then you go left i go right pow <laughs> that was a movie reference by the way uh <laughs> sounds so random out of context